0: In case you're wondering which books to pick up for starting or maintaining a freelance translation business, this video is for you. Coming up. Hello and welcome back to The Freelanceverse. If you are or you want to become a freelance translator, chances are that you're also an avid reader. Even though it can be sometimes quite exhausting to still read after a full day of work, which is basically reading and writing the whole day, right? I still find myself reading books all the time and I think this just comes with love in languages and, and reading in general. So I wanted to make a video this week about the books that I have read about freelance translation. Of course this is not an exhaustive list, these are just the books that I've read so far and that I like the most. A full list with time codes to the to the parts where I talk about certain books are in the description, so if you want to skip ahead feel free to do that. As well, there are links to purchase these books in the description. These are affiliate links, so if you buy it through these links, I get a small percentage at no additional cost for you. So you can support the channel if you like to do that. So let's just jump straight into it with the first book. This is called The Entrepreneurial Linguist from Judy and Dagmar Jenner. I think they're sisters, if I'm not mistaken. So some of these books I have in, in hard copy like this one and some of them I've read uh, online or well, with PDFs or ebooks. Uh, The ones that I have here I will show you of course, the others I will just put up a picture anyways. This book was written in 2010, Uh, I read it right when I started my translation business in 2016 and it was still very relevant and it is still today, I mean it really doesn't get old. It consists of 11 chapters and it's basically like a business approach to freelance translation. I think these two sisters went to business school, Uh, It shows you how to market yourself, how to not undersell yourself, what to do with social media. Of course, it's from 2010, so it's a bit outdated in the social media department. But everything else, from pricing to approaching clients, etc, everything is in here. A very important guide, especially if you're maybe not the best on the business side, but you're very creative and a very good translator, but you need help with the business definitely pick this book up. Very good book. It also has chapters about work-life balance, which uh, is also very important, especially when you're working from, from home. And they, they mention a couple of tools, how to do customer relationship management, etc. And a big part of the book is about blogs. If you're interested in that, definitely pick it up. Book number two is also one I have here. It's a very niche and technical book. It's called audiovisual translation subtitling. It's written by Jorge Diaz Cintas and Aline Remael. As I said, a very technical book. For me, it's useful because I like to translate subtitles. I'm not specialized in it per se, but I still do it on a weekly, if not daily basis. So this was really important to pick up a book for me and actually learn the technical side behind it. Because I learned this in my studies as well, but it just focused on one tool and one video type. But of course, there are many different considerations, right? If you're translating for an internal company video or an advertisement that will go worldwide, it's, it's very different. So this book first gives an introduction into subtitling, what it is in general. Then it really goes into the technical aspect, what tools there are how the tools work and very in the, it goes really deep so sometimes I really didn't understand what I'm reading but it's cool to figure out new stuff Then it goes into the linguistic and semiotic aspect of subtitling interesting as well of course so if you're interested in going into subtitling this is definitely a very good book to start from i link in the description as well two books it turned out to be two books it's also the last books i have physically here the others i read as ebooks i wanted to talk to you about rework by jason fried but then I realized that I also have Remote, and it's actually the sequel to ReWork. That's why I put them together in a, in one in one uh, segment. So here there was a cover on it; I lost it, but anyways, you can see it's called a re- ReWork, and this one's called Remote. And the premise of these books is all about uh, that offices are outdated, basically. So if you if you're having a company and you want to work remotely especially now in a global pandemic that's very useful right So Jason Fried is an entrepreneur who started a small company uh, and they created the project management software Basecamp which is now very large and widely known and he basically tells the story about how his office never had a physical office he had employees from Denmark, Tokyo, Chicago, wherever all over the world and they worked together on a daily basis and they didn't have a physical office. And it's basically the story, especially Rework is the story about how this company worked, how it blossomed and how it raised to great success. Talks about how, how meetings are 80% waste of time, and 20% actual work, which you could also just do on, on Skype or, or Zoom or whatever. Definitely a great book. And then Remote is, is even more in depth about that. It's actually about tools you can use to work remotely. Um, this is probably better as a freelancer because it's. this is more ab- about the company, it's a very good read but not really helpful as a, for a freelancer, this is definitely very helpful. So I recommend both of them, this is more uh, interesting to read and this is more useful to read. Next up is the first book I read uh, as an ebook, and I have to read off my phone the name to be <laughs> exactly sure. So it's called the Diversification in the Language Industry by Nicole Adams. Very good book, it was very insightful and partly the reason why I started this YouTube channel, actually. It's part of my diversification initiative, basically. So it just addresses different views about the whole diversification issue or issue just... Because it still is kind of still a controversy in, this, in the language industry. Some translators say, no, I'm not diversifying, I'm a translator and this is what I do, I put all my energy into this. And of course, if it works out for you, very good. And then there's the other side that says a translator stays unnumbered, we won't be needed forever. So you need to be smart and change your path early enough. Or not change, but just have another uh, path next to translation early enough so you can switch when the time comes if you're no longer needed. And of course, it also addresses just the fact that, you know, make your hobby your profession, right? So we we all started with loving languages and we managed to somehow Turn this into a profession, and now it goes on. So now this YouTube thing started, and I'm trying to make this a bigger thing. And then even you know, just proofreading or copywriting is another diversification. If you if you offer different services, so it was just really interesting to see in this book that some people see diversification as this uh, kind of terrible thing, and it it almost looks like you fail when you don't do one thing 100%. And for other people, it's so essential. So you just have to find a way that works for you you know maybe do some diversification but have one main main path that you go down on and maybe you have two equal parts you know just important that you figure it out and this book definitely helped me to even just to think about that this is something you should work on you know the the book i talked about before subtitling is also basically a diversification because i could just if someone asked me you do translate uh, subtitles i could just say no right but once someone asked me and I said, yeah, why not? Sounds interesting. So I started reading, started learning it and now I offer it as a service. Next up is How to Succeed as a Freelance Translator by Corinne McKay. A uh, largely successful book. I think it's already in the third edition. So it's updated constantly and it's really a great resource. It's actually the, the latest ebook that I've read. And I do wish I had read this before I started or at, or at least earlier in my career because it, it's it's really focusing on uh, aspiring translators. So if you're just starting out and you're not sure, like, how do I really start? How, do, how will I get clients? Like What do I have to think about with taxes? So it's really a step-by-step guide on how to set your, your business up, basically. Very well written, very useful. It should almost be, I, I've heard, I think I've read reviews about it, saying that it should be a staple in translation studies to read, which I can really agree with because in translation studies, no one really teaches you how to do freelance. It's just... I I'm not sure why. Just People think you will be employed and you just learn the craft, but you don't really learn the business side of it. So this book is a great help. Definitely pick it up if you're not sure how to start. It's a great way to help you start. And the last book I would like to mention is called The Marketing Cookbook for Translators by Tess Witte. Now, unfortunately, I I have read this book as a PDF or as an e-book, but I didn't manage to find it anymore. I don't know what happened, so I couldn't uh, recap. And it's been a while since I read it. What I remember is that it's been really useful for me to think about my marketing strategies. Because that's one thing, you know, when you just start and you get jobs and you just start to build your business and people start to contact you, and, yeah, you don't really think about marketing. Like, What should I do to actually gain better paying clients or, or more successful, more bigger clients? And this book actually helped me a lot to think about my strategies, how I approach my work. Uh, in, in a previous video, I said that you have to establish yourself as a professional career-based translator rather than someone that does it as a gig, right? And this book helped me a lot with that because you can really the way you sell yourself, the way you market yourself, tells a lot about your your just your just professionalism, right? How you approach things, how you work. This does not only speak about gaining new clients, but it also addresses strategies to maintain the relationship with the current clients, which is also useful because you can never get lazy, right? Even though there is a stereotype that PMs can be lazy. So once you are in a pool of translators, it's hard to be swept out of it. But still uh, customer relationship management is very important. This book helped me a lot to achieve that. So definitely a marketing bible for translators. Link in description. So there you go, these are all the language related books that I've read and I found useful. I think there were six in there or seven if you count the double recommendation. Uh, I hope it's useful for you. It's a really great way to learn about the profession and kind of also, yeah, in- involve yourself in the industry because all these, these uh, authors, they are established translators and you see them in Facebook groups, you see them in panels where they have discussion, etc. It- it's just cool when you see them that you know that this book is from this person and you know what they think about the industry, etc. If you're serious about becoming a translator, really get stuck in there and read the books that you like. I hope this video helps you a bit where to start. And as I said, all the the books you find in the description. Now to the point I always make in this video, if you want to become a translator, you need to practice, practice, practice. And the best way to practice is translating. Why don't you start by translating this video? Uh, I will do the German as always. And if you want to do, I don't know, Swedish, French or Portuguese or wherever you're watching from, just click the wheel in the lower right corner and click add subtitle. You can translate it as well as you can. It will come to me. I will just check it. I mean, of course, I don't have the language skills, but I will just review it quickly if it all looks well and I will publish it. You can also click that you would like to be featured as, as, a, as a translator and then your name will be in the description for this language. If you do that, let me know in the comments. I would really appreciate it. Uh, otherwise, I hope you enjoyed the video and see you next time. Bye bye.